Okay. Yeah. So your name and uh, just in one line, I am Shadia Denka, Doctor Supreme of you know Cape Town, South Africa, whichever. Yeah. All right. Okay. And I'll be so, reading questions from on behalf of Walter Gaynor the second. All right. And good afternoon. My name is Dr. Folashadi Adenka. Friends call me Shade. I'm a medical doctor resident in South Africa. And today I will be reading questions on behalf of a few other people on Rafael's podcast. For the C4 challenge. I will be starting off with Walter questions. Okay. So first uh, off, what growth have you experienced outside of podcasting since starting your show? Oh, that's a great question from Walter. Um, the, the biggest growth I would say is uh, in recognizing that not everybody will like me and not everybody uh, needs to like me. And it's fine. So I can do what I need to do and enjoy doing what I'm doing. Okay, good. All right, that's good. So what is something you would like to try doing or talk about on someone else's podcast that doesn't fit into your own show? Mm. What would you like to speak about, but it doesn't fit in your show, but you'd love to do it on another person's podcast where it would be better suited? Uh, African football, especially. Yeah, because not many people... Talk about that without jumping into EPL, English Premier League, colonizers. Yeah. So, yeah, like I like to say. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, like totally just talk about African football. I might start a podcast on that too. Um, we're still okay. working on something, talking to some creators on the continent. So, we're cooking. That would be brilliant. Yeah. Okay. So, now, next question Who are your top three favorite podcasters that aren't celebrity podcasts? Uh, I don't really have celebrity podcasters that are my favorite, so that's easy. Number one podcaster in the world is, well, podcasters in the world because it's a husband and wife team. Um, the black guy who tips. Number one podcast, the best, the best. And uh, every change that, a majority of the changes in my life have, have come from listening to that podcast. And yeah, even today I was listening to them and I was like, man, I, I, I do that. I used, I used to do that. And I'll try and change this it's like always having a mirror reflect um looking into a mirror anytime i listen to that podcast and i see why i stopped fighting on the internet and i stopped doing some wild behaviors just from listening to that podcast so yeah um number two well through the black guy who tips which is why it is number one is because it introduced me to a whole bunch of good fantastic podcasters who are mostly people of color and i would say number two will be three guys on who are very good friends of uh, Black Out Tips. And they know me now. So, yeah, that's how much of a fan I am. Uh, and they've given me two guests for my podcast. So, um, yeah, three guys on. They're comedians who take uh, put a comedic touch to social discussions on life. And uh, who will I place at number three? Mm, number three will be... Ah, that's tough. That's tough. There's a whole lot of people to place there. Um, Mm, I can, I wanted to pick somebody from the continent, but uh, yeah, it, it, the, 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 some, some people are going to be frowning now. So I'll just go with, uh, 
Well, I love I love all my podcasts, but uh, I, I think I would just go with Afro Queer po- Podcast for number three okay. because Afro Queer Podcast, uh, the stories there reminds me of my privilege. Even though, yes, I suffered growing up in Nigeria, things were tough for me. Uh, there are people in Africa who, no matter how much uh, I went through. It was nothing close to those people. And at the same time, it's still nice to see them celebrate themselves, have their stories being told, have their joys, be it in diaspora or be it back home. And yes, it's good to know that they exist. And so, yeah, I always give a shout out to Afro Queer Podcast. Beautiful. That is awesome. So next question, what is an obstacle you're currently facing in your day-to-day life? I'm not making money. <laughs> I thought you make money off of podcasts. You don't yeah, make any money. From I, them. I don't have. I only have eighteen patrons. You, you need more than that. You need like a hundred or a thousand. Oh wait, patrons. you need patrons. What do you mean by patrons? Uh, people donating who support your work. Oh, money. I okay. Have... I thought maybe you guys had like ads, sponsored ads, no, and all that. I don't that. have. This is. I, I'm part of a challenge. There's a company sponsoring this challenge. That's the okay. Only, yeah, but I don't have. The patrons are people who say, I like your work. I'm willing to give you money for your work. Ooh. And yeah. So yeah, you know, that's why I have the cof- um, coffee. You can buy me a cup of coffee. Uh, it's tough for people to do that. Especially when you come from a Nigerian community, the uh, immigrant community. Yeah, people are like, man, I like, I like what you're doing. Uh, but what? Buy a t-shirt? No, man. No, 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 no. I'll go buy this white guy's t-shirt. You know, I'll go buy this other person. They'll support somebody else. And I'm like, how do you think the creative is going to survive? I don't have a radio station that picks up my show and that kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, money, because it's expensive. People like the audio quality. I'm recording from home today, but normally I record in the studio. If I record in the studio, you can tell the difference. It's expensive. So, yeah, mm-hmm. money is, the, yeah, I have to say money. You know, and I like I like good stuff, too. I deserve good stuff. And we all. Uh, All right. So next question. Um, this is the final question from Walter Gaynor the second. All right. Tell us a story about the time you were like at, where, where you hit rock bottom, and it wasn't until years later that you realized it was a blessing in disguise. You know, like a really terrible yeah. moment that made uh, you wish. I have, I have something for that. I, I think that I'll, I'll go with something podcast uh related. Um when you know this white label american wasn't the first podcast that i was supposed to start okay um, i started a podcast with uh, most people know this story i started a podcast with someone who i was mentoring Mm -hmm. um you know nigerians for the nigerians he was an Igbo boy who i had uh well i was we had gotten close to him he was like family to me and then you know i didn't realize he was just using me for his gain and coming to the realization that you know this is somebody who i was his uh, helped him join the military i was his referral for secret clearance and um even the place where he lives now he did not even tell me he put my name down as a referral and one day i just got a call from a landlord like uh, a landlady saying you know this guy i'm not gonna throw my guy under the bus right you know every, every guy stands for himself but for his guy but you're like, uh, wait, well, why are you calling me? And do you know this person? Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I do, I do. And he want he's trying to move in here. We just need to know about his character. Yeah, I, I stood for him. His child almost died. I was a person going to the hospital, doing all that, you know. And all he, he did was use me to buy equipment for his own studio. He was trying to start, 
And the first podcast that we tried to do together, he didn't, he wasn't committed. He just tried to sabotage it all the time. And I was really angry when I told him, okay, just give me the stuff that I bought because I spent almost $2,000. I did not even have to spend that type of money. I did not need to, but I was so trusting that I just trusted him. So I went with him, do everything. I left every, just, you. what do we need to do this project? Because mm-hmm. I thought, you, you know, you're coming from a good place. So I believed everything he told me and uh, I didn't do any research and I gave him all the money and he bought stuff that we never used. So oh, when wow. I decided we had to go separate ways and I said, hey, give me uh, give me all the stuff that I bought back. And he refused. His wife was insulting my wife. And um, I was like, okay, I thought I thought we we're f- like family. Um, we ended up having to, he called the police on me. And, you know, I had to, it would, it, but the police, when I spoke to the police, the, they were like, yeah, that, that guy clearly, clearly stole your stuff. Because I worked for the Navy. I bought stuff for the United States government. So I know how to keep receipts. You know, I faced audits. Mm-hmm. So when I showed the police all the documentation that I had, they were like, yeah, we'll give you an escort to his house. And long story short, the police were like, he refused to open the door. And he, you know, and the police were like, they can't break into his house because they don't have a warrant, which, you know, unsurprisingly, it's like, well, if they want to kill somebody, you know, they normally can do that. <laughs> but, yeah, I wasn't hoping, I wasn't, the goal wasn't to kill him, you know, but... <laughs> In the law, the police told me that I should go to court and I went to court and I won because he wasn't showing up to court and he claimed he ran to Nigeria, whatever, whatever. He couldn't even speak English before the judge. I won and he came and tried to fight me in the parking lot. Uh, the judge ordered him to pay me the money and I only charged him for the exact amount of money I spent on equipment. Nothing else. I did not charge him one dime more, but I spent more money than that. And he spat on my wife, spat on my baby. My baby was uh, about four months old then. And we had a flight that day. So I was just learning when you catch the flight. Old me would have probably stabbed him. Would have, would have, they would have ended up being arrested. There would have been something bloody coming out. But I knew I'd won him. I knew I'd beaten him because we were in front of the judge. He claimed he schooled in Cambridge. That was his claim to fame. We always used that every time I went somewhere. Told people I went to school in Cambridge. I studied law. And he, I, I beat him in court. He couldn't talk before a judge. So, you know, even though I was so disappointed at the betrayal, I was really angry at that period in time. Uh, just seeing how much of a mess he was when he tried to drag me, to push me to, into fighting him, and I refused, and I was just laughing. I even lost part of the video that I took that day. Um, I just, I, he still hasn't paid me to this day, but after that, I just said, I'm not doing podcasting anymore. I'm done. Uh, I, don't, I don't like this podcasting idea. But a few people who listened to the podcast that we did together said, he sounded stupid. And I was the only person that made sense. And I, I shouldn't give up. I should do something. I should, uh, there was something there for me to, you know, do. Like there was a talent. So, and it wasn't that guy. And just because two, three people talked to me, made me not give up and made me come back and that's how you have white label american today perfect yeah that is awesome that is awesome 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 okay All so right. we're going so before we jump into the next one i will read uh this this the guy who's doing the editing will take care of all this all right so uh i am Raphael harry and i am a create content creator of color and I am taking part in the C4 challenge throughout the month of February. I'll be creating content for each day. So don't forget to check out 
whitelabelamerican.com, www.whitelabelamerican.com. You can leave feedback, subscribe, donate. We need donations. We need your, you can join our Patreon. Yeah, give us support. And you can also leave feedback in audio or written form there. Thank you for the privilege of your company. All right, let's do the next one. All right, so we're moving on to Cesar Benoit. Hey, Cesar Benoit Jr. You got to oh, add Okay, junior. yes. Oh, it's Cesar Benoit Jr. <laughs> yes, good, good, good. So he goes just a little ways back. First impressions of the USA when you moved there. Oh, well, uh, as a typical young adult who thought he knew it all, you know, when my mom told me to grab a winter jacket, I don't know why she would tell me to go get a winter jacket from Lagos when I was flying from Lagos. Uh, I was coming, I left Lagos October 31st, 2007. And I looked at the weather forecast before I left Lagos and I didn't realize America uses a different, the, the system in America is different from the rest of the world. So Lagos was 35 degrees and it said, uh, Virginia was 35 degrees. So I was like, yeah, it's the same. <laughs> How's it cold? <laughs> so I live, you I live did not my... know Fahrenheit and Celsius difference, no. did you? Uh, no, but I didn't know that now. So you know, I, I, I just took, um, well, I put on one light cardigan. I didn't even take a, a serious sweater. I took oh, one light no. cardigan. Got on the plane. <laughs> By the time, you know, I arrived at uh, Dallas Airport in D.C., and I came out of the, the airport. My mom sees me. She's like, I knew this boy wouldn't bring it, 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 I knew he wouldn't bring it. I brought a coat for you. I said, we're going to wear this old woman's coat. This is an old woman, old person. Not even old person, old woman's coat. I'm not wearing this. Man, I got, you got to see this sexy body here. They got to know new, there's a new boy in town. New sexy. I walked outside the airport building. As soon as I stepped outside, the first wind blew on my feet. I said, hey! Hell no. Why, why, why you put everything? Did you want to kill me? Give me that coat. Well, <laughs> 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 kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> you have never felt that degree of cold in your entire life. Yeah, uh, no. That was, uh, it's like it's like the, uh, 100 slaps in my face. No recovery. Like, whoa. Like, no, 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 no. No. <laughs> Put, put me on the next plane back to Lagos. Quickly. Quickly. I'll come back. back in summer. I'll come back later. <laughs> okay, so um, would you ever consider moving back home? Uh, as president, maybe. That's it? <laughs> yeah. Before. <laughs> Who likes suffer? <laughs> I've not suffered enough in this life. <laughs> Okay, so why Real Madrid? Oh, I know you Madrid. I knew Cesar would, Cesar would ask about Real Madrid because Cesar, Valencia man, look at him. Cesar is a coded Real Madrid man too, by the way. Well, um, Real Madrid, it, it, it was, uh, you know, I never liked Barcelona. I saw Barcelona like four years before I even knew that a club like Real Madrid existed because back then in Benin, they used to just show um, highlights. And for some reason, Barcelona was dominating then, and they would just be showing only Barcelona beating somebody, Barcelona beating this. I just, I didn't like, I hated their uniform. So I just didn't like them. And then 94, I didn't, but they didn't show the table. They didn't give full um, 
there was no breakdown. So I didn't even know if Real Madrid was doing well or not. I didn't know who was doing well. I just knew this club, Barcelona, I did not like them. They liked showing the 1992 Champions League final the first time Barcelona won the Champions League. And I hated that final because I was supporting Italian teams and Sampdoria lost that final to Barcelona. And then 1994-95 um, season, there was a highlight that was shown of uh, Real Madrid beating, uh, um, what's it called? Um, Barcelona, 5-0. And all I, I was like, who's this team wearing white? How did they score five against Barcelona? What? <laughs> this can happen in football? I need to know this team that were white. I, I, I might like them. I just like it because then I, all my teams were in Italy. All my teams were in France, uh, Germany. Uh, I never liked English clubs from day one. So uh, I just, yeah, that's, that, that's how the, the love affair began. Now it's no longer strong anymore. They, they, they're not paying me. So, yeah, we, we are at that point in time. All right. Beautiful. Okay. So who's winning the 2022 World Cup and why? Caesar, did we discuss this on my podcast? Why, why are you going to ask me this question again? Okay, Cesar just want me to say Brazil or Spain because those are his countries. Uh, sorry, neither of the neither of those are winning. Well, uh, okay, okay. Mm. Well, I'm not <laughs> gonna say Nigeria, obviously. No, you can uh, tell Cesar it's not gonna be Brazil or Spain. Well, I always back Brazil and my African teams at the World Cup, so I, I'm gonna support all five African teams, whoever they are. We don't know yet, but. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I'm just gonna. I will say Brazil. I will say Brazil. I know right. that it's probably a European yeah. country, but uh, no support for Europe this time. Don't tell my wife, though. My wife. My wife. <laughs> she's, she's German. All right. So, your favorite superhero movie? It doesn't have to be DC or Marvel. What What kind of questions this man asking? Okay. Uh, if I if it's not a Marvel movie, then I'll go with um, the Old God. Okay. Yeah, the old guard. That movie, uh, you know, Charlize Theron and myself, we, 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 we you know, we, 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 we got mm-hmm. something going on. She, she just don't know about it. And oh, uh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she just don't know. She, I'm the guy that she's been missing in her life. Don't tell my wife also too. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm the guy she's been missing in her life all this time. She just need me, and she, she gonna know. She won't be looking for love anymore. It's all over. All right, okay. <laughs> okay, so, and we're done with Cesar Benoit, genius questions. And right. now on to Ebena of me, me, Middleton, me Middleton Show. Me Middleton Show. Me Middleton yeah. Show. Yeah. Okay, and Ebena goes, if you have a two-hour conversation, if you can have a two-hour conversation with three people in the world, past or present, who would mm. they be? Past or present. Um, past, I will say my grandfather, I never met him. He was, uh, it's claimed that he, he was the tallest man in my region, in our region of, uh, Bayosa, uh, well, Southern Ijo. Um, I don't know if it's the whole of Bayosa, but Southern Ijo, but he died in Ghana. And I would just like to ask him why he got 10 wives when he died. Why didn't you, didn't you know you're going to die? What the hell wrong with you? <laughs> Getting one, were you just tossing the coin? Go one Nigerian, Ghanaian, Nigerian, Ghanaian, Nigerian, Ghanaian, and then why do you tell your firstborn not to marry Ghanaians? You knucklehead. I mean, I ain't gonna, it was a policeman, so you probably beat me up too. So there's that. <laughs> All right, so and second person two will be oh, my G, Barack Obama, Barack Hussein Obama, that's my homie. 
Uh, in fact, him and his wife, because I love Michelle Obama too. So, you know, there's some yeah. knowledge I got to get in there. You know, I got to get taps yeah. of knowledge from there. Then number three will be, man, yeah, uh, I, number three has to be Madiba, man. Got to be Madiba because, you know, <laughs> that guy went to prison and I was so ignorant in my younger days, but the guy came out and Madiba had the opportunity to go brutal, like a whole lot of people who've ruled African nations and he didn't. And he knew that he couldn't fix everything and he wasn't supposed to fix everything. Being a leader doesn't mean he can solve all the problems. And he knew when to walk away. His job was yeah. to lay the foundation and then allow someone else to take over. And that so, was the most beautiful thing about him. Yeah. So that is something that I, I don't hear people talking about when we talk about leadership. We just talk like everybody's supposed to come fix it. Whoever, if you don't fix it right now, you're bad. Like, no. No, you're supposed to lay the next foundation for the, the foundation for the next person. And I, I would just love to sit down with him and just, you know, tap that. He's like he's the grandfather that I, I really wanted or the father I wanted in my life. So, yeah, that's the guy I need to sit down. Tap. All right. So next question. If you were going to write a novel under a pen name, what would you choose as your pseudonym? Golly. I knew it. I knew uh, as, as my mom would say, Evina, Evina. <laughs> would come with uh, 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 some some questions that will be making me scratch my imaginary afro. You know, I used to have afro back in 2002, by the way, <laughs> for those who don't know. Um, Ooh, uh, uh. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see. Mm. Well, back in, well, in, you know, there are people in, in Nigeria who still do not know me. My name is Raphael Harry, you know, some parts of Ibadan, you know. So I might go by the name some of them know me by. Fernando. And, you know, when I joined Facebook, my name was Fernando Kojo because I was born on Monday. So Kojo is for Monday. So, yeah, I have Ghanaian blood, too. So, yeah, Fernando Kojo. I think, yeah, I just yeah, I'll keep it simple because I can't be scratching my head right now. It's, you know. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oftentimes, movie sequels fall disappointingly short of the original movie. By contrast, what do you believe is the best sequel you've ever seen? God. Damn. Woo. Uh, yeah, I, I know the the, the, the basic, the, the, well, I won't say basic, the most common answer is like Godfather 2. I can't remember that movie. I haven't seen it in forever, so I won't go with that. But Captain America, Winter Soldier. Yeah, baby. <laughs> that movie was... All right, oh. all right, all right. No, Winter Soldier is good, it's good. Winter Soldier, or oh, even Spider-Man, Far Away From Home. The Dark Knight is the most epic sequel ever. That's a lie. That's the only reason why Dark Knight oh, well, was rated was because my boy died. That movie, that movie was just average. Oh no, 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 no! I watched it and I loved it and I watched it again. It I came out of boot camp and I saw that movie and people were like, "The, the standing ovation!" I said, "What's the standing ovation here?" Yeah, the Joker, you people are all crazy. Yeah, you, you are crazy. You love this crazy guy. He's a terrorist. What man? It's so real, man. This movie is so real. It ain't real. That guy, Keith Ledger, was dope. You know, it's supposed to be a Batman movie. Nobody remember what Batman was doing in the movie. I said, Why is no, you doing this movie? Speaking, nobody remembers Batman in that movie. I actually forget, forgot it's a Batman movie. When you say the Dark Knight, all I see is Heath Ledger. <laughs> Just Heath Ledger. And if Heath Ledger didn't pass away, people wouldn't even be rating that movie as legendary as it got. So, no, but that's what that's it. But it, that's the beauty of it. Mm, I don't know. Okay, nah, I, I won't put but, that there. So it which one, be... Spider Man? Two or which one? Uh, did you... The current Spider-Man, by the way, it's Spider-Man far, far, well, far from home. Yeah. Far from home. Yeah, because 
the third movie, movie. Ooh, the third movie is the greatest oh, the third movie third one okay good but good good the second no. oh, yeah was was good was good. very good now if you could have 24/7 phone access to any expert in the world whom would you be whom would you want to call whenever you needed an answer and why hmm. 24/7 expert uh, access to any expert in the world uh, oh, that's tough uh, if if I had that, if, I don't know if that would have helped me when somebody was uh, telling me to buy Bitcoin in 2010. Yeah, that's that, that, I really should have done that then. I swear. Yeah, that, that's why that's why I'm not even interested in crypto. <laughs> now, to be honest, because I, that, the best like, time was in 20 no 2011 actually. Yeah, tw- it was 2011. Yeah, actually, it's 2011. 2011. Yeah. I, I would have just dropped three grand. That was it. Three grand. I was willing to spend three grand or something then, and I was the first. I looked at the person. What is this? But I don't know. The person just just do it, man. Listen to me. Uh, maybe I would have. I don't know. But uh, what else? Well, I think I'll go a little bit back. If I had access to, I think it would have been a travel. I think it would have been someone. I don't know a name, but I, I, there's someone who I follow on Instagram. Um, I remember her first name. I can't remember her full name, but she has like a black travel club, and it's mostly for black women. But I wish I had known about stuff like that back in the day. Like when I just arrived in America, I was, I had plans to travel a lot and that was going to be my thing. And then it, it became like, I was scared to travel because I, I felt like, oh, black people don't travel. They don't go like on their own. And I wanted to go and I was like, okay, who are going to come with me? I needed somebody to come. I didn't, I did not need anybody to come with me. I could have just been going everywhere I wanted to go. And then I said, okay, let me do like every other Nigerian who I knew in the, in the Navy. You go back to Nigeria and go find a wife and then, come and then that's how i never traveled because i went and blew money i wasn't supposed to blow and then i had to recover the money and all that so probably would have been someone who was into you traveling. went back home to look for a wife oh my god thank yeah. god i did not know that i would have stopped talking to you ages ago for doing that well <laughs> there's many things you people don't know about me that's why you need to buy my book when eventually it comes out stop pre-ordering pre-order the book five hundred dollars under the pseudonym um Fernando Kojo, right? Fernando uh, Kojo, yeah. Yeah, we'll look out for it. He, he okay, will have now. an he will have an afro too, with <laughs> with the three musketeers mustache. Okay, so what is the most memorable TV advert you've ever seen? God damn, I don't know. Southside. I, I I honestly don't watch. I don't I don't have I have um I'm a cable coder so. Uh, Netflix, Disney Plus. No, you've now, ever seen. I mean, you were a child. You grew up in Nigeria. You must have seen adverts as a kid. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, that, that's seen, true. That's seen. true. That's true. Papilo, one day you will make us proud. Pick me up. Thank you. Yeah, that was a <laughs> that stupid was commercial. Man. Get out of here. I don't like that commercial. Fluoride, fluoride. Where the 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 guy was it? The guy that was stuck on the island, and for some reason a plane was flying by, and then you see a star shining from the island, and it's like. What? Like, oh yeah, that became that became my brother-in-law because we used to say that guy's smile was like fluoride. We used to call him fluoride because it's like, oh, that guy's smile is sparkling. Like, man, you go use that, you brush your teeth 10 times with that toothpaste, nothing will work. Get out of here, that nonsense. They made us waste money on that. All right. Evana has a bonus question. Oh, okay. Any, which part of your body would you want to change or improve and why? Oh, gotta be my, 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 I love my dad bod because I've been trying to get, yeah. Look, I don't want to be doing 200 crunches a day. So just give, if I, if there's some magic I can do, I, I just wake oh, up with eight packs. 
the Cristiano Ronaldo abs. Give me that without me doing the exercise. I'm fine with that. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Good. On to questions from Carrie Queen. Oh, sorry, Carrie Cheers. My bad. From Carrie. And Carrie yeah. says, What is the best advice anyone has ever given you? Um, I think, uh, yeah, you, you know, tell your own story. Do not, uh, do not make a story for everybody. Make a story for yourself and go with it. Because no matter what, people are gonna like. People are gonna like you, whether they, whether or not people are gonna like you or. or People who like you will like you. People who don't like you will not like you. You you can't you can't control that. So do what you want to do, and go with it and stick to it. Yeah. All right. What was the biggest challenge you've ever faced in life, and what did you learn from it? God damn, Carrie. Yeah, I thought we were BFFs. You're supposed to be asking me easy questions. Uh, biggest challenge. Uh, I don't. There have been a bunch of biggest challenges, but. Uh, let me see. At one point in time, uh, when I was in boot camp, you know, uh, I said, you know, the, the, that day they said everybody who cannot swim. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was, I was about to say you had to swim. I still remember. Every, the every, everybody who cannot that. swim, go, go to the right, and you're like, man, I don't know what kind of swimming. You just go, go to the right, and then you saw the Olympic size swimming pool that like you had to go jump from the highest point <laughs> of, and, and swim halfway around, and you know. And it was uh, to uh, simulate you jumping off a ship. And but Ralph, how can you be an German who cannot swim? <laughs> uh, well, I did not grow up in the village. That's uh, my, my people's fault. Keeping me in the city all the time, you know. And by the time I became an oh, adult, I wanted okay, to stay in the city. I mean, Ijom people are naturally water people. So uh, if I if I had gone to the village as a as a child, I, I, you know, they don't Ijom, they don't even teach you how to swim. They just throw you in the water as a as a yeah, baby. They just throw you in the water, and then you figure you you come out by yourself. You don't drown. You can't drown. You you <laughs> if you drown, maybe, uh, maybe the gods wanted you. <laughs> so oh, I never okay. got that treatment as a as a as a kid, you know, and. Um, yeah, so I, I honestly I could do the swimming, but it was just that fear. And um, when I saw a white boy get up there and pass out from when it was time to jump, I think that gave me more confidence. Like, what? A white boy? I thought, what well, white boy can swim? Well, look at white boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think it was overcoming the swimming and then overcoming uh, what we call the dead man floats. Yeah. Okay. Good, good, good. <clears throat> okay, so what is your biggest accomplishment? Oh, um, being a responsible, certified lover, husband, and dad. I think, yeah, yeah, because uh, I, I've not made it to the dictator that, uh, you know, I'm still working on being a dictator, so we can't go with that yet. But uh, yeah, being a dad, at least my daughter tells me sometimes I love you. Not every time, though, because sometimes she tells me to shut up. So okay, uh, <laughs> all right, cool. Yeah, I make too much. And what, noise. what do you look forward to in the future? In the future, um, I look forward to seeing my daughter grow into a much better uh, person who doesn't have to become an adult to you know start realizing that they're options in life 
like you know the way i discovered i you know i, I look forward to seeing her the, i'm i'm enjoying seeing her discovering the right to say no from now right now she's just three and yeah so i look forward to seeing what she how what she turns out to be and i i'm hoping that she turns out to be a much better version of myself and her mom and she's i know she's already smarter so i, I don't have a, any issues on i know I, she's I definitely worry. smarter but um, yeah, maybe, maybe she'll become the official grand grand supreme marshal of the world i'm only going for africa you know so <laughs> <laughs> That is girl. All right. Okay. So um what shows are you currently watching? Mm. Yo, Southside. Southside. Oh Lord. If you haven't watched that show, if you are allergic to laughter, don't watch it. Because okay. that is my laughter medicine. I just watched, oh Lord. I just oh my god, I, I can't. A, is that too good. Prime? Is that on Prime or Netflix? It's on HBO. HBO, okay. All yeah, right. that's on HBO. Okay. On uh Netflix, I haven't done Netflix for for a minute. I was watching um what's it called? Dota's Dota's Dragon. That's an anime. Uh yes. yeah. I, I just my started... nieces who are all in university are crazy about it. I've still not yeah, gotten it, around it, to watch good. it. Yeah, I'm, but they I'm, said it was it's awesome. I um, around there's something I, I'm 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 supposed to watch on Netflix, but I haven't but on Prime, there's a, a new I, I finished Wheel of Time. And I am seeing uh, there's some uh, the legend of Vox Machina, just that's an, also an anime on uh, Prime. So yeah, that's why I'm watching on Prime. But HBO Max, I have um, Southside, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching those. Yeah, HBO Max is just for me to laugh right now. So those two are just killing me with laughter. But yeah, okay. all right. So, and that is that for Carrie's questions. Now, back to me. Okay. Do, let me see. Right, Do we have now, enough time? I hope this won't cut us. Uh, no, no, no. I'm keeping mine very short. I okay. have just one major thing to ask. That is it. Oh, no, so, no. It got to be five. Got to be five. So, I can, oh, okay. Got to be yeah. five. Okay. So, here goes. So, if you had the chance to go back in time, what would you change? Or would you change anything at all? For my life or for like world for history? your life. Mm. your life my life oh most definitely i i will confidence the self that i remove that uh lack of belief in myself you know I, like i'll just go tell myself like dude you you were always leading people in nigeria people were always looking up to you 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 had value it wasn't until you joined the navy that you found value or you began to find value or you know even when the navy um within four months of the navy i became um supervisor of my uh my shop uh i was still hiding it i did not officially claim it so i didn't put it up front because that's how i didn't value myself so when, when you've grown up your whole life and nobody shows you appreciation people exploit you all the time you can talk trash as much as much as you want on social media but deep inside i was somebody who lacked the self-confidence so when people were always uh, applauding me, and like even when like a bunch of people uh, boycotted an award ceremony at my first command because they were angry that I did not receive the award, I didn't even understand what that meant. It didn't mean anything to me that people were boycotting an award ceremony in the military because I did not get the award. And to me, I was like, oh yeah, but I'm working hard. You know, you see me work hard. You know, I, I, I'm good. You know, you no, know, I'll, I'll go tell myself that, dude, it's not about working hard. It's about working smart and 
you have value. People look see yes. that value. You see your value too. Yeah. All right. Okay. Awesome. So now next question. $10 million or you go back to the age of 15 years old with all the knowledge you have now? $10 million. Is, is it before cash, uh, tax or after tax? After tax. Oh, man, I'll take the $10 million now. I beg. Oh, 15 years old, I was in a battle. Ah, no, 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 no. That, let me remind you, 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 you remember we mentioned something about crypto. If you go back to the age of 15 with all the knowledge you have now, you uh, have yeah. invested in 3000 yeah, but I, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, and you so, would have way more than 10 million now. I mean, it's, it's still tempting, yes, but uh, I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> All right, okay. Let me, All right, good, good. <laughs> yeah, there are some people I, 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 yeah, I, I, I don't want to deal with them again. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So, apart from the USA, which other countries have you traveled to? Not enough, obviously. Uh, Bahrain. Uh, mm -hmm. I've touched Portugal, I've touched uh, Italy, I've touched Greece for a couple of hours. I spent a couple of hours there and um, um, Finland. Um, um, where else? The UK, obviously, Germany, uh, Netherlands. Oh. Yeah, Africa is where I'm missing, where Nigeria, I was born there, but uh, yeah, so. Yeah. Am I missing somewhere? I feel like I'm missing somewhere. I don't know. I feel like I'm missing somewhere, but oh yeah, Dominican Republic. Oh, okay. And um, so next question, which countries or which places would you like to travel to? Do you still want, do you still plan to travel to? Oh, that's easy. Uh, someone had asked me something similar to this. I think the very first set of questions that I answered, one of them involved destination for next travel i said south africa and i was thinking about you actually so yeah uh, but not johannesburg area obviously uh, i have, I have some, some stories about that area <laughs> so other places uh, i'll just pick one place from each continent um so south africa for africa um and um south africa and um seychelles i put those two for Africa, for um, Asia, Thailand. I should have mm -hmm. gone to Thailand when I was in Bahrain. It was that thing of not wanting to travel by myself, maybe well, miss, well. miss out on a great deal. So Thailand, I'm due overdue for a visit there. Um, Japan, yes, I want to go there. You know, you can't be watching anime and not want to go to Japan. Um, Australia, New Zealand, for Oceania um europe uh you know people find it strange that real madrid fan i've never gone to spain i'm like yeah i don't know there are other, there's so many places i'm not that hardcore so but i still want to go to spain because i know a lot about spain too spain um uh france yeah i want to go france maybe go see my aunt over there but she might try and make me buy uh, too much of the stuff she makes. She already cheated me once, six hundred dollars <laughs> for outfit that I couldn't, I couldn't even fit into. And she told me I got fat before. Why, why she shipped the outfit? Yeah, I'm like really. <laughs> um, then the Americas, um, Brazil, Argentina, uh, Colombia, Colombia. I've heard great things about Colombia and Ecuador for South America. Oh, wow. 
uh, in my backyard here um, is very disappointing. I've never been to Mexico or Canada. So, what yeah. of Peru? Have you ever been to Peru? No, I haven't. Uh-huh. But I have, I have, yeah, it's uh, I have a friend who, who I have people who actually know. Yeah, one of my crushes in the Navy, she was from Peru, and she used to be like, Oh, if you get a Peru, Peruvian woman, you never look for women again. Uh, oh, remember, why. I have a Peruvian sister there, my one percent Nigerian Peruvian sister. Uh, when we went to watch the Mad- Real Madrid at the bar, when oh. we went to the Madrid this yeah, stuff yeah. club, yes, yeah. there was a Peruvian girl there. That yeah, there, there's always a Peru- she, always Peruvian. Yeah. Folk, no, yeah. she has she's one percent Nigerian. <laughs> <laughs> So she called her, she was like, oh, my sister. I'm like, what? You're like, I'm 1% Nigerian. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> All right. So my last question is, um, yeah, this is going to be probably the most random question you're going to hear in quite a while. Okay. Can you dance? And if you ever had got the opportunity, would you go on Dancing with the Stars? Well, as far as they pay me, why not? <laughs> I don't pay you. Dancing with the stars just a show. I don't think you get paid. You're right. a star. Yeah, you pay me. You pay me with publicity. I don't know, man. But uh, can I dance? Yes, I can dance. It depends on what type of dancing you require. If you need those uh, ballroom type of dance, I will break somebody's toe, obviously. Um, but I can dance some Owigri, which is my traditional dance. My waist does right. not um, sh- shake as. Uh, it's not as flexible. My waist, my hips are not as flexible as most men in my family who have seen doing the Uyghur dances. And I still blame my family for that because, you, you know, you, you can't be raising boys up and be telling them, like, you, you, a man is not, you, you, a man is supposed to be like a man. And then you, you now get a traditional marriage and then you now see men. Ah, man, a man is supposed to be a man. But uh, how come the man is, your hips can move as good as women's hips too? What's going on here? So... Yeah, yeah, so, I've so seen, I think I've seen that dance. They do move better than most women dress. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we do. But it's like, <laughs> I've seen how, like how, that, man. how are we supposed to learn the dance? That's the question. Like, when are we supposed <laughs> to learn it, or how? You know, because are we supposed to be hiding in a dark room learning, or you know? So I never got the memo of when we we're supposed to learn. But on my own, I you know, started doing my own thing. And Makosa, you know, you know, everybody, everybody, you get. But the thing is, that I do my own dance, my own way. You've seen those uh, my piano videos where it's like you're just standing on one spot mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. your, your yeah. If that's the only dance you can do, that's the only dance. Dance the dance, make it work for you. <laughs> All right, well, good, good, good. And I'm done with my questions too. Thank you All very righty. much. So don't forget, people, white www.whitelabelamerican.com. Um, please subscribe, donate. You know, we need support as much as we can. And yeah, keep the love coming in. Thank you for the privilege of your company. And thank you to our sponsors, Pod Deck and Pod Page for the C4 Challenge. Check out other content creators. I'm not the only person taking part in the C4 Challenge. So thank you, Dr. Shadi. You know, you, you, you did well. Been you awesome. Did well. Been on we, we're, we're moving you from NTA to... Uh, uh, <laughs> SABC. Seriously, dude, not empty. Well, I mean, like, there's BBC <laughs> out there for crying out loud. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thanks for listening to White Label American. If you enjoyed the show, we'll appreciate if you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. If you have any questions, comments, or have someone who will be a good guest on the show or you want 
to be on the show, send us a message at whitelabelamerican at gmail.com. And make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at White Label American. Thank you for your support.